Your attention, please. Welcome in to another episode of Yap Chicago. My name is Edgar Perez alongside Lee's. What do you do? Bowling is in Alaska, hunting wolverines with his uncle. Uh, but we have someone in place for today's episode. You heard him pour his feelings out on the Bears last episode. So uh, with all the Bears news breaking, who else but to have in studio hating as Hector? <laughs> I'm here to bring all my hate live and in person this time. He it, has a gun here too. The hate hits different when it's in person, you know. <laughs> after after some pizza and beers, <laughs> I try to calm him down with pizza and beer, but that could only help so much with uh with the rage. I came in expecting the the bottle of Montezuma on the table, but just a little disappointed. You got a bottle of Makers if you really want it. I like the good stuff. The Montezuma, <laughs> Montezuma hits. I like that burn. Oh man, I like to feel the insides of my. Still have never had it. Never <laughs> want to have it. Well, we're gonna have it. That's disgusting. It's going to happen. <laughs> One of us. All right. Well, it seems like the Bears burned us again in our search for a, everlasting search for a quarterback by signing Andy Dalton. We kind of felt it. We kind of felt the vibes last episode. Edgar manifested it. I kind of spoke it into existence, <laughs> but I saw it coming. I don't know. Like I said in the last episode, it felt like the perfect Bears move because they could have had him last year for way cheaper. And they're like, nah, let's just wait a year. Which, which is even worse now because I think I still think Mariota would be you know, cheaper, cheaper fit. We can still get him and uh, trade, trade him. Well, they were saying that they might cut him because they're he. They were trying to restructure his contract so they can pay him less. The Raiders, yeah, and because he's scheduled to make ten million dollars this year. So even if they cut him and he gets a portion of that salary, we would be able to sign him for cheaper. He could basically double dip and he'd be good. But it's nothing like having three mediocre quarterbacks on of the course. roster, right? For another no. for another exciting seven and nine season. That's a QB room right there, boy. If you believe if you believe Andy's uh Andy Dalton's preseason stuff, they pretty much promised him the starting role though. Yeah, he walked in saying that they promised him the starting role. That's why he signed. I mean he is is Billy there still gonna be our OC? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's still in the building. Right there. That's a that's a reunion right there for him. He had one good year with him. So I'm talking myself into this as I speak this out loud. It's the five stages of grief. And I went through all five of them in two days. You yeah. know, Acceptance, you know, denial, anger, bargaining, depression. It's just all all those emotions went through me already that I'm a little more calm now. Tequila. Tequila. You know, <laughs> the sixth stage. <laughs> the sixth, sixth and most important stage. I don't know. Well, the Bears can't seem to freaking get it right, man. And I, it's amazing that they, they didn't fire Pace and Aggie. At the end of last season, and now you, you're giving them a shot to try to find another quarterback, and they land us Andy Dalton. Yeah, I feel like that shows that they're not very worried about being fired this year because Nagy still has another year on his contract, I believe. Oh, I, we don't know that. Wait, I've never, I've never seen any real numbers on, on Nagy's, Nagy's contract. Number. Nagy, your four-year deal, wasn't it? I think he, I think he has one more. But they were both extended, right? Oh, they were. Yeah, I, I think, and the extension number was never put out. Like we don't, we don't, we had no we idea. Have, oh, well, I, I thought I, I had heard that it was for another year that he was going to stay, or that he has a contract to be able to stay. And I feel like that just shows that they're not very scared of losing their job. I just hope they have a better plan than what you know, Andy Dalton. I hope I'm hoping I'm. They see I see a big picture coming here. That draft day, bam. They trade foals for like two footballs, you know. <laughs> Move open the draft to number ten. Draft Trey Trey Lance, 
And then you got Lance and Dalton as your quarterbacks. Dalton starts. In comes Lance after the bye week and lights up the Bears for the next 15 seasons. That's my dream, of course, which means it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. But one can only imagine. I'm starting to think of all the positive stuff. I don't know. Do you, do you really trust them to, to – if they do make a move, to they, get the right guy? They've moved up every year, haven't they? So it's, Even if they do get the right guy to actually be able to develop him? Someone like Trey Lance is going to actually need developing because he's coming from like a school. school. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and – that's just going to be a terrible fit, especially if our offensive line is going to be shit like it was at the first half of the season. And unfortunately, Kyle Long leaves and goes to the fucking Chiefs. And it's he, all right. We still got Charles Leno, though. Jermaine Effetti. Effetti, who we paid. <laughs> we just paid him, didn't we? Yeah. Restructured yep. him. But the other thing that sucks, um, and I actually kind of agreed with hating Hector. Um, Bringing all the hate. Yeah, was the fact that the cocktease of them continuously saying hey you know we're trying to get russell wilson they leaked how much they actually offered and the other thing that i hated was the fact that Schefter actually kind of allowed us to believe that it might happen he was like you know what the the seahawks were very high on andy dalton blah 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 they were interested in getting a quarterback back with the trade so every Bears fan was when they heard that they were just like, "Oh shit, we might trade Andy super Dalton and picks." Super Bears, <laughs> like it's it's still available. Which the day that they might be able to do that is draft day to be able to try to make a move like Kevin Costner. You know, Kevin Costner can do it. He, <laughs> he turned that franchise around in three hours. Yeah. So my thing is the fact that Shefty even said that it it hurts because I am still like holding out hope that it something keeps like you that false happens. Hope. Yeah, makes you feel a little bit better, but then once you see it doesn't happen. Once yeah. you still have the redhead stepchild yeah, on your fucking roster, comes the anger and so all you, other types of emotions. So you think the Dalton move was was kind of a a way to cover their ass in both ways? So if they if the Seahawks did want a, a quarterback that they liked, maybe you could offer Dalton. But in case none of that shit went down, you're like, well, fuck it. At least we got Andy Dalton. <laughs> does Andy Dalton make you any better? Wait, wait, wait. No, but that's can, that's can, that's. Can we rewind? You couldn't even finish that sentence before you started laughing. Yeah. Like, all right, no, no, no. Yeah. We have Andy Dalton. It's good, and it's not his <laughs> fault, man. Yeah, everyone's taking out his anger. I on feel him, bad because yeah, because all the the Schefter tweet when it was announced, the comments on there, obviously everyone's fucking shitting like, on the all, Bears. All the crap you had to hear from Cowboy fans just dogging him. You yeah. know, like it's. I mean, it's not the guy's fault. Someone offers you ten million, will you turn it down? Yeah, no, no and, and he's also like the poster child for mediocrity. Exactly, he's <laughs> he's an average. He's quarterback number sixteen, seventeen every year. He is QB rating eighty eight for life. Yeah, eighty <laughs> eight's a little high, man. <laughs> it's decent, and that's the shitty part that we're kind of going to talk to ourselves or talk ourselves into liking him a couple games into the year, kind of how we did like with Mitch and Foles this year. No, that never happened. I was, like the, I was like the captain of the Titanic. I, I sank with Trubisky. Yeah, I, I never. I, was I, never I ride and died with Trubisky till the end. And now never. that he signed with Buffalo, it's just hurts. That's your guy, man. He's yeah. going over with your guy, you exactly. and uh, I, with your other guy, you I and was, Buffalo. I, that's, that's just the Bears fans in me. You know, I, I trusted this organization to do the right thing with Trubisky. And I ride and died with him. He when, when he was getting benched and they were dogging him, I, I stood by him. That's my boy, Trubisky. Why? My boy. Because I'm just, I'm that he loyal. Was, <laughs> I'm that loyal. And naive, and I'm a miserable Bears fan. That's what it is. I'm when, naive. You when, know? when they cut back, cut back the playbook from like fifty plays <laughs> to, to like ten two pages <laughs> to a wide receiver screen. Yeah, and I was loyal with them, and it's like the Titanic. I went down with the ship with them. You know, 
And now a new chapter, and now it's another quarterback that's going to break my heart again. Now Mitch is going to become Josh Allen, <laughs> sitting behind Josh Allen. We're going to be fucking pissed. It's the Bills Mafia. They're taking over. All the mad dogs jump on, and jump broken on the tables. wagon now. I mean, KC's, you know, their, their days are numbered. <laughs> I don't know about that, man. It's going to be KC and the Bills in the AFC Championship game year at, year in and year out. What was the play you, you designed for uh – Oh yeah, Your dream scenario play for like Mitch. My, my dream scenario for uh, Trubisky. It's they're at Foxborough, you know, against the rival Patriots. You know, they're down by four points in the fourth quarter. Third, down by four. Third and fifteen, right? Third and fifteen. One last play, and in comes Trubisky jogging, jogging in from the sideline. In the world, Trubisky. But it's still Josh Allen under center though. But Trubisky's in the backfield, so now the linebackers uh-huh. are all confused. They're just like, "What the hell's going on? What do we do? We got two rocket arms in the backfield, but what do we do? <laughs> Holy shit!" The ball is hiked. It's an outside pitch to Trubisky. He takes off to the sidelines, right? Here comes the linebackers chasing him. And next thing you know, Trubisky fires a 60-yard bomb, just like he did against New Orleans in the playoffs. Just a beautiful rainbow that falls into the loving hands of Stefan Diggs in perfect stride for the touchdown. And what happens? He gets rooted off the field, carried off into the sunset, beating the Patriots. I think it's more likely that he throws that 60-yard bomb directly into the safety's hands. <laughs> <laughs> right? I know it could be. It's a 50-50 ball. At least Stefan Diggs will jump up or, and try to, get try to win a 50-50 ball, unlike Robinson that never even tried, you know? But he's he's broken, man. Mitch and Foles kind of scared the fuck out of him. Robinson's not the problem. And I don't know. It's not, not the problem, you but he's not the solution either. He's more the solution than Mitch. Uh... No. Someone's got to throw him the Don't ball, right? Me, come on. Hey, this is what I, I never liked about Robinson. He's a good player and everything, but I just never liked the, the fact that they threw him the ball, and he, as soon as he caught it, he went down. Once in a while, he tried to like slip one out, but he caught. It was he over exaggerated plays. He would make a diving catch where there was no reason to make a diving catch. You know, he's like the memo trial. Yeah, receivers. exactly. He like dive. <laughs> I don't. Oh, I don't get that reference. Slide, sliding, <laughs> sliding catch for a seven yard pass. There's nobody in there. I'm like, dude, why are you sliding for? There's no one there. Because it was a bad throw by Mitch. Nah, probably. It was it's, it's a, it's a bad, bad catch attempt by him. That's what it is. <laughs> How the fuck? <laughs> his arms are in the wrong place. There's, your knee should not be hitting the floor before you catch the ball. Oh, man. Oh, uh, shit. I remember. Trubisky uh, defender till, till I, I die. I was at PhDs and they threw a pass at him. And it was easily probably five yards to the left of him. There was no way that he was going to be able to catch it. And everyone at the bar was like, if you know the play, why weren't you there? I'm like, motherfuckers, <laughs> how are you not blaming the person that threw the ball five <laughs> yards to the left? Like, what the fuck? He's a wide receiver. His job is to catch the ball. Uh, yeah, and it's the quarterback's job to give him a catchable ball. When you're being chased by 300-pound guys, just, just give him the ball. <laughs> Fantasy. <laughs> hey, there's 22 other quarterbacks that uh, that can do that. They can make that I say that number because I, I will probably have Mitch around there, like low – Low twenties. I I don't know. I probably low twenties. Oh, and quarterback rankings. Yeah. So every. every I mean, I'm not gonna have the entire. Every starting lineup. quarterback is better than Trubisky. Who's the quarterback? Who's the starting quarterback in Washington right now? Who would it be? Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Fitzmagic. Yeah. I'd take Fitzpatrick or, over or Heineken. Fitzpatrick. I'll take Heineken over. Fitzpatrick's yeah. good for like two games, then he falls apart. No, he doesn't. He was playing good in Miami even before they benched well him. Miami. And they brought, then they benched him. And I'm like, him, that, that was a question. Mariano him. Rivera. He was closing the games for them, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, he came in against your against your guys in Oakland and, uh, and or Las Vegas, and he let him back. Yeah, no, I saw that. I had, I had a bet on that game. <laughs> I actually think Edgar did too. Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> I live bet that. I saw. Yeah. I saw him come I, in, and yeah, I was like, oh shit, there's a chance here. Damn. Can't be as worse as that. Uh, remember that Bears Falcons game? Hit that bet. 
there's no way the Falcons are going to lose this game. Oh. In comes falls to ruin it. What, yeah. Week four. Yeah, it was like it was early. In, it was three. early in the season. Yeah, it was week. When you knew the Bears were just, they were like, oh, uh, they're they like a paper team. Yeah, exactly. They're like three and one or something, or two and one. They lucky games. I that, think they started five and one, didn't something they? Like that. They had the lucky game against Detroit that they barely won. And week one, yeah. that was week one with Mitch. Yeah. Week yeah. one, Giants. That's because yeah. uh, three because Swift dropped that touchdown at the end. Yeah, and I had that bet against the Falcons, and like, man, the Bears. They're not that good, you know. I like the <laughs> and then every year I get burned by the Falcons, thinking that they're good, and they just like screw me over. Fantasy they, they football still and played, bets. They still haven't played their best game of twenty eighteen yet. Oh, <laughs> they, they 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 just never recovered after the, the that Patriots Super comeback. Yeah. They just fell apart after that. And the crappy part was, I actually started to believe for the Bears when they beat the Buccaneers. I was like, the Buccaneers are a good team. Like, you know what? Maybe they maybe they found something. Maybe they have a little. Like the Bears are so good, rhythm. they got Brady confused. They don't yeah, even but, know what, what but down he, is it? But even in that game, you were kind of scuttled because they were coming in oh, beat yeah, up, sure. beat up on a short week too. Was it Thursday night game? Thursday. Yeah, it was a Thursday yeah. night game. What's his face wasn't even playing. Their number one receiver Evans. Evans didn't play, and the Bears barely squeaked that one out too. The Bears dominated. Hey, a dub's a dub. All right, Super Bears. Super. <laughs> As we go we back to our global Bears fans blame, argument, we can't blame the team that we have to play. We just beat them. True, except for the nine losses that we had, <laughs> the six in a row. Oh, that was ugly. And of course, they they stomp all over some. It's the the last at, at four that defenses. point when they when they had those uh, that six game losing streak. I was just like, man, you might as well just tank the rest of the season. That's what I wanted. And typical Bears, well, they went out. Are you kidding me? It's, it's, it's so Bears, you know? Yeah. It's like you're right there for the taking. Just finish tanking the rest of the season and get a good high draft pick. And there you go. You fix your QB problems. And what do they do? Typical Bears, they end up pulling off. They, they went out and they get killed. So my question for you since you said earlier that Allen Robinson isn't the answer. Do you think Kenny Galladay would be since he visited? No. No. <laughs> he's, beat up, he's beat up a lot. Um, yeah, but yeah, he's obviously a top receiver in the league when he is healthy. So he's a beast. The Bears somehow land him, and you got Al Robinson on one side, Kelly Galladay on side, and you got the Red Rifle. You know what I'm saying? Shotgun, shotgun formation. You got Mooney in the slot. Ooh, yeah, Donald Mooney in the slot. Mooney in the slot with some speed. You see that? Did you see that tape field? of uh, Cole Komet fucking Cole out there Komet. breaking angles in the middle of the field? You see that uh, video that they posted of uh, Mooney? Just breaking, breaking ankles and being wide open and just not yeah. throwing oh, yeah. the ball. Yeah. He like shook uh, the Rams DB. What's his name? Um, Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. Uh, Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, he shook, shook him like three times in that game and just like burned him. And the Bears, nowhere near the ball, nowhere near them. Once again, that goes back to a quarterback. But I think Gall- <laughs> I, I think Galladay would actually be a good signing. I just think it'd be bad timing. Like why? We don't have a quarterback that would be able to fully put the team around on his back, and unless we traded for Russell Wilson, if we still believe in that. So you think Andy Dalton can run a Matt Nagy offense? Even better than Mitch Trubisky. I mean, that's <laughs> better than Mitch. Yeah, more than two play two sheets in the playbook. More than the first fourteen scripted plays. Yes, <laughs> he runs those to perfection. Though he does. Yeah. That's why you start. He's got all week to prepare. He's got all week to prepare for those fourteen plays. And like, man, this guy's back. You know, he's back. Mitch is back. (laughs) After those fourteen plays, he just lost. How the fuck did he have that game where he threw for like five or six touchdowns against Tampa Bay two years ago? He was in the zone, man. How the fuck? Like, how did you peak like that? That game, and you know, the game that I was also impressed. uh, The game against the Cowboys on that Monday night. Yeah, when he just lit them up. I mean, it's the Cowboys. You know, no no one really likes them, but. 
I mean, that was an impressive game. Also, I mean, he was he was he was actually reading the field. You know, ch- you know, checking down, rolling a lot. Rolling I remember out, he was really mobile. Checking in that the first game. and second option, and I'm like, he's back. Yeah, I remember watching that game and saying like, this is exactly how Mitch should play. Exactly, <laughs> move around in the pocket. He was finding open receivers, but that was like you said, that was probably his second best game next to that Tampa game. But Dallas has sucked on defense for a while, so that's probably why he did well. And te- I mean, Tampa Bay had a, a couple of good players a couple of years ago. I mean, he just come on. Let's be honest, he just wasn't good enough. Just admit it. I want you to admit I, it. I, I'm going to admit it now that he's no longer with the Bears. But like I said, uh, I ride and died with Trubisky to the end, and this is the end. It's this is the dead. end. It's time to move on. Hello, it's best we see other people. <laughs> it's best we see other people now. It's for the it's, best of us. I'm just going to grab a beer after that. Said <laughs> said no. With Mitch, I think it was. We all saw what he was. I mean, he, he, he was good enough to beat up bad teams and not good enough to beat mid-level teams. And Gosh. that wasn't always his fault, too. But I don't know. The, the one thing that does kind of give me gave me a little bit of hope was the offense really started turning around when Matt Nagy gave up play calling. They started to involve uh, commit with, more with the game also. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It's like I, I think one of Matt Nagy's problems was he was so... In like his head. in his head, and he he wanted his system to work so bad that he didn't really want to make any adjustments to it. Because like, he was nah, trying Mitch, to be, he was trying to be himself, man. He was trying to be himself. Be you. He has that on the fucking play sheet. Be you. Like, yeah, but you get you got to tell your players to be you too. Not <laughs> hey, I'm gonna run this play though. I'm gonna be me, but you're gonna cater to my but offense. You're gonna run this play. Yeah, and I think that kind of that kind of fucked up the Bears' offense, especially Mitch for a long time. Was he just wasn't put in the right positions to succeed? And when once Matt Nagy gave up those play calling duties. Now you see him rolling out of the pocket more. We, we should have fired them. We should have fired Nagy and Pace. The I think we, we spoke about it a little management bit. management should have been gone. Yeah, I, we spoke about yeah. it a little bit last podcast that we believe that they did it because they didn't think that a high-level profile coach would actually want to come to the Bears. They're kind of buying their time. But but for the reason Nectar said, like they want just enough games to put them out of contention even with draft picks. They're going to do the same thing this year, 8-8. Eight and eight. Yeah. Eight and eight. If you're lucky, they're going to be seven and nine, six and ten. I mean, I'd they have rather a hard schedule them be coming up. I think yeah, they have a tough schedule. They have man. a tough schedule. I'd rather them be six and ten though, because they that be guarantees Nagy pace gone. Dead. Phillips resigning. No, no, he's, he's going to get buried under <laughs> Soldier Field, man. Like, <laughs> he's going to stay the Phillips forever, resigning. Man. A new president of operations announces that they're moving to Hawthorne Park with a new. Retractable oh, roof stadium, Arlington. Keep going. Oh, Arlington, yeah, Hawthorne or whatever. Yeah, the new stadium, or, uh, new whatever. retractable stadium being built. Just a total con- new concept. They're gonna basically go with the Bulls route and the Sox route and just rebuild and, and, the whole organization from the top. And we're bringing Chip Kelly in to run his <laughs> offense. <laughs> I'll even volunteer to be the guy holding the signs. You know, like, with, with those signals. Yeah. I mean, the Bills, the Bears are gonna have a tough time with that schedule, man. Especially now that they cut Kyle Fuller too. Yeah, that's he's a good DB. So I don't know why yeah. they cut him. Cap casualty, Cap man. Casualty, Cap, twenty yeah. mil. Yeah, I mean, I understand why, but the strong suit of the team is the defense. Always has been. So, so why are they? Yeah, why are they killing it? Or not killing it, but why are they making it weaker? I would understand if they actually try to sign someone on offense and kind of offset the loss. Yeah, but there is no offsetting. Who the fuck have they signed for the offense? No one. No one. So really, we're just losing a portion of our defense. Stuff like that, it's just annoying as fuck. Like, why wouldn't you send someone? I know it sounds dumb to cater to the fans, but right now they kind of have to because they don't have shit. to. I'm telling you, they, they got gullible fans like me. They'll buy anything with the Bears logo on it. You know, we'll, we'll we're still gonna pack. The Bears can be six and ten for the next four years, and me and other dumbasses will be in that crowd <laughs> cheering them on like nothing. 
With a championship belt exactly. around your shoulder. And championship shit. belt <laughs> around my shoulder. Wake up in the morning, pour my coffee, my bear's mug. Your pop, bears in, mug. pop in my bear's toast, you know, with the toaster with the bear's logo on it. <laughs> We're just that gullible. We, uh, until we stop doing that and, the, and it hurts the bear's in their pockets, then when a change is going to be made. But but why can't you have both? Why can't you be a loyal Bears fan and demand more from them and be pissed off with them? The thing is just... Attendance attendance the year before, obviously last year, was going down. Remember we went to the San Diego yeah. game? We went to a couple games just because attendance was, was low like, and the I, tickets were cheap. I don't think that it would actually affect their pockets if we didn't go because of the TV deal. Yeah, but it, it's, so much. It, it starts affecting the, pocket, the, the, the team when they show empty seats. Yeah. You know, it's not necessarily putting money in their pockets, but when you start showing empty seats, that's when it's, you know, you still got the revenue from TV and everything else, but it hurts when their Virginia gets rolled into their, the, the suites and she sees empty seats there. Then what's going on? You know, it's so, a nice suite, so, but, but when something, something has <laughs> I've to seen change. the inside, it's nice, but when cookies w- and milk, when yeah. the prices start no to beer. go down more, more people are going to have the ability to buy the tickets. Cause that's how, that's just how bearish fans are. We're just loyal to we're loyal to a place where we don't deserve it. Or you know? even if they're not a hardcore Bears fan, it's kind of it's kind of like the Sox games. Even though there's not a lot of people, there's people that just buy tickets because they don't have shit to do and they're ten dollars. You could, like Edgar said, I, you I could come in with to, a can of Coke. Yeah, I, I love going to Sox game. I get a whole row to myself. You exactly. Know? It's like <laughs> it's that's like the best part. You go to Wrigley and you're all you know. You're right next elbows, to each other. You're exactly right next to each other. It smells like piss in there. You know the the the, the, the concourse. And uh, concrete you know, falling on your head. Yeah, the cell is actually is it still called the cell or what's it called? Comiskey. Comiskey. I still the G spot. I call it spell. The G spot. G-spot. It's actually a, a nice stadium. I, I yeah. actually like going to games. Yeah, it's, it's 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 a good time. I mean, I don't go to cheer on the team. I basically go to drink and have a good time, and I love having a whole road to myself. It does look nicer too with like the Modelo seats that yeah. they have in right field. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's 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 a good time. You know, like going to one of those games. It, I actually like going to the Sox game they're just uh, for the enjoyment of going to a ballpark. You know, that, that's the other thing. So let's say you brought up the fact if they move the team somewhere else, aren't you going to go visit the stadium just to be like, oh fuck it? Yeah, oh, I love, I love, I love paying thirteen dollars for a beer. Are you kidding me? Hey, you, okay, but that's what I'm saying. Even though we just said we're going to try to stay at home and, <laughs> and try to <laughs> keep our money, we're going to be like, oh shit, they're not at Soldier Field. Let me try out the other stadium. Yeah, just want to, you want to check out the stadium? Well, that's to go take a look. It's, I mean, how bad could it be? It can't be any worse than Soldier games. Field and being bottlenecked on Lakeshore Drive for two hours. No, but that's what I'm saying. We're just going to still give them our money, even though we just said like we're going to try to stay at home and. I think try to hurt their pockets. Exactly. I think the attendance thing is going to hurt them eventually. Maybe not right away because, like you said, there's going to be there's there's still that crowd of 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 fans that want to go because they've never been to a game. Right. Right. Kind of my same argument with the which what my what I thought happened with the Bulls. That's exactly what happened with the Bulls. Yeah, people were going even though the team sucked because all the the nineties hype. They still wanted to see the team, and then they had that little that little peak where the Derrick Rose and Tom Thibodeau years came. But after that. Same thing. They got worse and worse. The started going down and down, and that stadium was getting empty. And then seeing it on the All-Star break uh, when the All-Star game was here, and they saw it again, how full it was. And then just people around the nationally, around the league, everyone was saying, like, look what Chicago can be and look where they got now. That's kind of the same argument that's happened with the Bears because, yeah, the fans aren't back yet, so we, we, don't, we don't really have an idea to, of how the, how the attendance is going to look now at Soldier Field. But you do see now a lot of, a lot of the media – Shading on the Bears for their quarterback situation. 
Yeah, but McCaskey's still old school as fuck. She's looking at like Nielsen ratings and shit like that. <laughs> She's not looking at the game. <laughs> the, the Bears are no, wrong. but 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 they're on their way there. I mean, and, and especially with if they keep making moves like not going after a, a, a good quarterback, settling for Andy Dalton for the entire franchise history. Yeah, I'm saying <laughs> we live in a new we live in a new era now where the fans are smarter. Where yes, we are loyal, but we still consuming enough content like people know what the fuck's going on anymore they're not just blindly waving the fucking blue and orange flag if i was to compare the bears how they run it's like the bears are run like a like a mom and pop store in the corner meanwhile the rest of the nfl are like mariano's mm-hmm. and you know that's true it's just but the way they run they, they run this team like a small organization when this is one of the charter franchises of the nfl that should charter not, franchise that should not be run like this Drink. you know it should not be run like this it's just, <laughs> dude you're the chicago bears you know like you're supposed to have your shit together. Hey, the the little bears, the Cubs, kind of doing the same thing too, man. The way that they're running their organization. Don't get me don't get me started on the I'm broke Chicago Cubs right now. I'm getting you started right now. Because uh, tell us more. The, the hate will will un, will fully unload right now. On, get them on the bear and the Cubs crying that they're broke. I mean, uh huh. San Diego's not broken. That's not a San Diego. A small market team's got two three hundred million dollar players, and the Cubs are crying broke. We can't pay John Lester five million, so let's sign Arietta. Get him. It's for seven. <laughs> for seven. For seven. It's ridiculous. And now they're going to trade either Chris Bryant and now they're trading, or Yeah, Chris Bryant his. because they can't afford to pay him. Like, come on, man. I'm like, really? You just renovated the stadium, spend all these millions, and now you're crying that you're broke? And then they're saying that they went over the budget. pay off their loans, man. They said they went over the budget. I mean, how, how bad is your planner that you plan to say, uh, this is gonna, the renovation is going to cost $600 million. And the next thing you know, is like, oh, we spend twice as much. How bad is your project manager to say that you doubled in price? And they didn't even, like, redo the concrete. They just put little nets to catch the concrete that, that falls. falls. <laughs> <laughs> a little spice up your beer, a little, little concrete, you know? Remember that first day? I think it was, was it 2015 or 2016. It was home opener where they had an issue with the bathrooms. Oh, and they lined up they all those porta potties. They've yeah. been having an issue with the bathrooms for since I remember. Now they're better now. They are better now. You haven't been to a game for a while. It haven't. It's been a while. I haven't been to a game. And then when we did go, we had those bougie seats. From, yeah, we got oh, the, my, my wife Adi. had those bougie. Uh, yeah, those uh, are nice. Maker Mark seats. The Maker's Mark yeah. section or whatever by yeah. the down by the first the, base by line. The first base line. It actually had cushion. on They the had seat. cushion. They did Ooh. have cushion. Cushion <laughs> seats. They had a cushion and net, but I was like gladly ready to get beamed by a foul ball. Then we had access to that to the club downstairs too, so it was like unlimited, like all. You could eat. All you can eat. All you can. All drink. you could drink. It was. It was a good time. Was I was nice. like, man, this is how they live, huh? After those seats, I, I never want. I never want to see two hundred section ever again. I, <laughs> I've been in the suites for Comiskey, but that's it. I've never been in a suite. Really? No, never. And yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I like it. I. I, I want the whole like, fan experience. Get being open, out in the stands. Get open the windows, man. Yeah, yeah it's you, not or the sit same. out, sit out in the little like I, you can yell obscenities yeah, from the I, from the screen. I, I want to be up close and personal until I gotta shut the hell up and sit down, you know. Or I want to be passing the beers down as the yeah. whole row, like get that experience. That's the whole nah, experience of going to a game. Shit. Now with COVID, if, though, if I wanted, to sit, a, if I wanted <laughs> yeah. to sit on a comfy leather couch, I mean, I sit at home, you know. Like what the hell, I want to do a stadium for. I, I yeah, but you won't feel the cool breeze. And the, <laughs> I agree with you. The, 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 the peanut we, dust on your shorts. We always stay at. Section like 161, 160, 159 at Comiskey. Was that outfield? Yeah, that's left field. Um, that's where we always go watch the games. It's dope as fuck because... Is that by the Modelo Bar? No, it's opposite end. Oh, the other end? Yeah. But the cool thing is that there's always a home run hit because most right-handers will pull the ball. There's usually a home run hit within a few rows of us. And I remember when we went to the Angels game, I had a bunch of stuff ready to talk shit about Mike Trout. I actually looked up like his parents' name. <laughs> I looked up his parents' well, name. You're one of like, those trolls, huh? I was. 
But by the time that I sat down, it was like 5-0, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, I can't what, talk what, shit. What do I do now? He's like two for two in the second inning already, like two home runs. It was still the top of the first. <laughs> two for two. He's like, what do I do now? He's like, damn. The the one game that was funny as fuck is against the Indians, Michael Brantley. We did rattle him. We were talking shit the entire game. It was nonsense. We were saying shit like your dad's disappointed in you. Like, <laughs> your dad sucks your mom's dick. Damn. Like, shit, shit that doesn't even make sense. That's just facts. We went to uh, a Sox game once. It was a Cubs Sox game. And uh, you remember that bullpen bar? How you, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. go by the fence, mm-hmm. and we were there, and they were warming up, and some guy was just like, I think it was uh, Ryan Terrio and Mike Fino. They're like, you the know, they, they both went to LSU together, yeah, and they were just like playing catch, and one of the guys being like noxious, just like roasting on them, but just I mean, he was just like letting them have it, you know. And that was the same. Uh, that was me. I was fifteen, <laughs> but he was just like letting them have it, right? So I guess Fino just. Finally was fed up. So he starts walking towards, like, the fence. And I was like, oh, crap. It's about to go down, you know. I'm over here, like, almost before Kermit the Frog was sipping on, uh, on his <laughs> the tea. tea. I was sipping on my, on my Bud Light, like, ooh, it's going to get good, you know. And then he's, like, talking trash. So then the guy, he goes up to him, and he's like, man, you've been hassling me all day. Like, you want my autograph? And the guy's all like, yeah, sure, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, sure, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, sure, I'll take it. So he, like, he takes off his shirt, and, like, he signs it, like, on the socks logo. He's like, here you go. He's like, oh, man, thanks. He just walks away, and I'm like, okay. Like, like he was ragging him the whole time, and he just uh, he comes over. And he, Want my autograph? Sure. <laughs> nah. The the funniest part about that Indians game, though, now that, you know, memory lane, it's we were talking shit the entire game. Um, bottom of the ninth, we are down three runs. We end up scoring two runs. I'm saying we as if I'm on the team, but whatever. Uh, socks end up scoring <laughs> two runs. Man on second and third. And Mike Mike Brantley actually turns around and looks at us. And we're just like, you fucked up. You just showed us that you're like actually paying Ring attention to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ring your head. He ends up missing the cutoff man. And then the two guys fucking score. And we're just like going nuts. And then as he walks off, he tips his cap because we were talking shit the entire game. <laughs> My friends, uh, once we went to the Sox game, they took a bet sheet. That was in oh. uh, Giovanni Soto got uh, suspended in the World Baseball Classic for, for smoking uh, weed. For smoking mm-hmm. weed. So they rolled up this bed sheet, you know. And they're like, <laughs> and they're like in the office, like, "Hey, Soto!" And they're like, they made like this big ass yes. joint, and they're just like making fun of him. And like, and even the Cubs are warming up, and they looked over and they saw like, a big ass joint. And they were just like laughing. They're like, "Man, this guy's like cruel. You guys are rude." You know, it's a good time. It's better than uh, at least they didn't get rolled up on like Marcus Peters rolling up on fucking fans in the stands. Oh, yeah. Remember oh. seeing videos? No. I mean, you can't do that in, in fucking Comiskey because we will go out on the field and beat the fuck out of your first base coach. Yeah. <laughs> get speared. Dude, Marcus Peters, he he would like, fans were talking shit and there's video of him like going into the stands and like going into the guy's face. He's like, say that shit to my yeah. face. And he's like banging and shit. <laughs> I was like, God damn, dude. Did, didn't he get traded like a week later? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's happened a couple times. I like him. <laughs> we need someone like that. We need a fire, a fiery guy like that on our team. Also, another team that could use a little passion is the fucking Bulls, man. I mean, they could have used that kind of attitude to close out that game versus the Spurs. They choked away another twenty plus, twenty plus point lead. I was watching. I was watching the game, and they were up. I think what eighteen going into the fourth. Yeah, and I just changed the channel after that. I was like, they can't blow this. You know what? Shout out to Bianca the caller from Tuesday. Tuesday's Tuesday's podcast. We did say you actually can't turn off the fucking game yeah, because true. it does not matter yep. what the score is in the third. Once the fourth quarter starts, they start getting their fucking assholes tight. And, and she she got she got both examples of that this week. Yeah, definitely. Right? <laughs> with, they with fucking the they dominated the the Thunder, and they the Thunder actually cut it close a little bit. They went a little yeah. bit of a run to like tie it up, but then they, they the Bulls on. just stepped on the gas yep. and they just took over from there. 
And then the same thing. Now with the Spurs, choked away another 20-point lead and... Oh, fuck, man. It just... It's like they're almost there. They just need you know a couple pieces to fall in place. They need another scorer. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They need another scorer to help out Valentine. Or, uh, Valentine. 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 Uh, what's his name? Uh, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> they help out... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Levesque. Levine. Yeah, Levine. Yeah. But it's like they're almost there. You, you, can, you, you can see the improvement and you can see what uh, the coach is putting together. It's like it's almost there. It's almost there. It's like it's... This is going to be a learning experience, and I expect them to be way better next year after a couple of changes or tweaks to the to the lineup. To Laurie's traded? To Laurie's traded until uh, they realize traded. that Kobe White is a Ben Gordon, an older Ben Gordon. We we only have a couple of days to be able to trade Laurie because we don't have his rights after the trade deadline to be able to do anything with him. Yeah. Unless we magically fucking sign him or something, which I highly doubt. But the big man prop bet scored in. Still strong. Scored again. That's yep. that's my go to actor. I don't know if I, I I told you that before. Yeah, the the whoever they play the big men bet uh, the bigs bet, bet the over. And yep. on Friday they play against Yaka, the Denver Yaka Pirtle. Yep. Oh no, you, no, Yaka Pirtle was on the was the Spurs guy. Yes, his yeah. over under prop was eight and a half, and I think he finished with like 20. 20. 20 exactly. But Puddles scored twenty on them, so fucking Jokic is going to score at least thirty five, <laughs> right? Like he's fucking playing out of his mind right now. I wish that was. I wish that bet would be open right now. I would throw all my money at it. Yeah, so unfortunately, I can't be part of whiskey picks. But <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because that means they're going to be wrong then. That's true. You How dare you? <laughs> How fucking dare you? You know, I mean, I still think the team is showing hope, though. They're showing signs that they're playing better together. And kind of like what Hector said, they need to add another piece. They need to add another primary ball handler. I know Edgar is huge on having Sato be in the starting lineup. He's a good primary ball ball handler but he doesn't look to score they need another star zach levine is playing great uh, i'm completely doing a 180 but when it, when it's the fourth quarter he fucking chokes are you afraid that he's gonna get burned out eventually <laughs> no because i think he's happy that he's putting up a shit ton of stats because he's a empty calories player how dare you sir <laughs> he's just fanning them, them, po- them, them pockets for the future yeah exactly. every time he drops 30 plus He's, he's going to be like, y'all remember that game against the Spurs? Like, don't don't look at the final score. <laughs> I dropped 38 that game. Yeah. They need someone else. They need someone else to be able to score. Kobe White's not going to be it. He's, he is a off-the-bench guy, kind of like you said, Ben Gordon. Not as good of a shooter, not as streaky, but he can he can dribble. He could get in the middle of the lane, but they, they just need to add more firepower, especially with how the game is played nowadays. There's a lot of swing men that are fucking good. Yeah, and we have Denzel Valentine having so much time on the fucking on the hardwood. Don't worry, give Pat Williams another two more years, and he's gonna snap. He's gonna I hope be so. good. Hey, he's he's hit or miss, man. He's, I, he's I like him. Promise, he's nineteen. Yeah, yeah, eighteen, eighteen, nineteen, nineteen. Yeah, nineteen. Around there, something like that. But <laughs> give him another two years, he's he's gonna be dominant. <sighs> you you heard it here first. Dang. I mean, we've heard it here a couple times. Yeah. times we're, we're all we're all pretty. <laughs> Never mind. We're all pretty on board the Patrick Williams uh, Project train Pat. here. Yeah. Patrick Pat train. Project Pat. But no, I I think they definitely need to address the inside. They need some size to defend the lane. And uh, Wendell's not doing it. And I know I think Bowling was the first one to start bagging on on uh, on Wendell. And uh, he was right. He's not playing good as of late. He said it himself. He's not confident. He would have benched himself. And that first game back, coming off the bench, he seemed confident. You know, you, you feel like, all right. The first half he did. Yeah, you were like, don't worry. Like, Wendell's just going to come in. He's not overthinking. He's just going to look to score, which he showed it at first, but. He missed a couple of shots, and he just reverted back to the 
to the yeah, way that he, he was playing before. Guy gets in his head too much, man. And then he's we have some true seven footers in the league that are What's effective shot blockers. And yeah, you got if you got a little size on them, you can score and window easy. Or he'll or he'll hack you and I have to sit like two minutes into the game. Yeah. They're so gonna, I think they need to address the size, definitely. I think you're right, they need another point guard. I mean, it doesn't even have to be a point guard. I hopefully it would be. I like a point guard. Yeah, hopefully it would be. But someone to run and set up the the offense. Yeah, because and Sado does a good job. Except when we, we and we saw it obviously last night too. I think by doing that, now you're taking away what made your bench good, right? You're taking away Sado and Thad from cutting off the bench, which was the glue behind your bench. It was able right. why the Bulls had such high comp, such high compliments when it came to to their bench. Their bench and now right. you and now you put them in the starting role, and now you substitute them with. Kobe and Wendell, and now your bench it doesn't look as effective. Yeah, the good thing about it though is that I, I trust I trust the adjustments that that Billy Has makes, made. and I think we've seen enough to have a good idea of of what kind of players we have here. I also feel like the front office will actually do something about it this offseason, and they are also gr- have a great track record at drafting people. So even if it's not the greatest pick. Um, I mean, look at Denver. Look at how many players they have. They're like ten people deep. Yeah. So that's that's hopefully going to be a highlight for the Bulls for the foreseeable future. Hopefully, Project Pat becomes into the Kawhi light that everyone thinks that he's going to become. But that way, we can actually start to build something. And there is going to be a point where Levine might have to choose whether he wants to continuously put up thirty points a game on a losing team or go somewhere else take a secondary third role on a good team and actually try to win. So we have to actually show him, you know what, we're doing the right things to be able to get to the spot where we make it to the playoffs and consistently do it. It's the fucking Chicago Bulls. Kind of like we said with the Bears, it's the charter franchise. Drink. Fuck. <laughs> I said it. Booze. I, I just think the Chicago Bulls should be in the playoffs all the time. And you, and you can see that it's that they are taking that next step. It's just it's going to be a, a a waiting game to see what's 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 the GM going to do about it to make them get that next piece of the puzzle. But they are they are taking the step in the right direction. The, the Bulls games are actually fun to watch now. Yeah. So that's like one of the that's a plus right there right off the bat. It's, right. I'm enjoying watching the Bulls game now instead of being blown out by thirty every day or just uh, a team that shows no heart, no just nothing, just sloppy. You have to finish a bottle every time they fucking foul a three-point shooter, though, because it happens at least, like, once a game. We'd be getting our stomach pump every other yeah. day, dude. <laughs> every other game. You'd have to finish a bottle of Montezuma. Bush. <laughs> to me, I think Zach, Project Pat, and I'll even give Kobe an opportunity to still prove himself. I think those three I would want to keep or, or, or make part of the, be the, foundation the quote, core. Yeah. Of the core. Everyone else... If you're telling me you're trading them for a piece for later or someone that you could feel could make a better impact either defensively or even just getting a a is someone that's capable a capable ball handler coming off the bench, then I'm willing to trade anybody. Get a, get them the fuck out of here. Give me Zach. Give me Thad. Project Lonzo Ball. That yeah. He, he, I mean, like we talked about a couple episodes ago, that will probably bring you the best value right now outside of Zach. Right on on a contending team. Probably. Yeah, I'll stick to those three and then everyone else. Anybody else, I'll have that trust in this front office to at least show me what they got. And they actually did revamp their front office with a bunch of people that are actually there for player development. Mm-hmm. They We didn't even have a team for that, and we specifically hired, I think it was like 8 to 12 people, just for player yeah, development. Both stepped up into the next century now. Yeah. No more mom and pop. Same thing the Bears got to do. 
can only hope, man. Yes. Stop the corner store shopping and hit up Mariano's. Charter franchise. Drink. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys get your bracket busted yet? Did you, uh, how, how far do you guys have Drake going into the tournament? Sweet 16. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually, I didn't get into any brackets where you actually had to pick the play-in games. It was just either or. That's part of it. Automatically, yeah. 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 Which is a good thing because I feel like that's... I would have lost already. Yeah. <laughs> hey, my my bracket's busted already. Would you have Wichita? <laughs> I would have had Wichita just because I've seen that team the before. Shockers. With nah, man. New York next great Ron Baker. Drake's been the team this year. I think they covered like nine straight weeks or something like that. That's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you were about to say something. You loaded it up, but you were about to say something there. I saw movement. That was I was pu- like, <laughs> in basketball, that would be called a pump fake. Uh, yeah, yeah, shit, you got us. You got, you got, you got us in there. Me and Lee's were both like, huh. <laughs> That's a pump fake. And I was going to lean in for the foul. I was be like, <laughs> now, now I just lean in for the foul, you know? Oh, well, uh, now we do got to come up with prizes for our, bra- our Yap Chicago bracket challenge because at first it was only uh, first place gets a prize. And then I, as I was typing out the tweet, I panicked and I, <laughs> I said top three get prizes now. So now uh, we got to dig into Lisa's pockets for some more prizes. We will, we will accept. Gotta bust out, we got to bust out that stymie money. Hell yeah, that stymie. Stymie money. Stymie money. <laughs> you German now? First, first prize, 1400 Nine. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> for a prize, free contest with like 15 damn. people 1400. in it? 1400 nah, You better man. take that, take that tourney serious. Hell no. No, but. I say we actually take some DMs, some Twitter requests, Instagram, and actually let us know what you think. That's reasonable. About not prizes? That, yeah, not About the entire stimmy. Not the entire <laughs> stimmy, please. I got kids. Nah, I mean, I was thinking of like, I don't know, some gift cards to somewhere or uh, some old uh, some old t-shirts I have lying around from other companies. And, and I do think that last place should actually get a prize because you actually deserve... Yeah, it's like it's like our fantasy football leagues where the last place team just gets their money back or a, something. A dummy price, a dummy price. I thought about um, I was looking up some gift cards for Zanies. Oh, that'd be dope. Yeah, because I got a friend that works over there. But uh, so I was looking, on, I was looking at their shows and stuff, and he, I was messaging him, and he told me to to come on. I think the first of every month they do like a uh, like a Latin comedy night, and he told me that, and I was like, "Gee, it's kind of racist." They tell me it's kind of racist. You're inviting me to Latin night? Wait, come on, what's up with that? I did sh- so. <laughs> story- bring, bring your sombrero. Story time. <laughs> I was at the gym, started speaking to a couple of people, and one of them said, "Like, oh, we we're talking about the Bears because I had a Bears cap on." And he was like, "Oh shit, you should have a podcast." And I was like, "Well, now that you say that, funny you should mention." So he actually pulls up Yap Chicago on Instagram. First thing he says is, "Sorry, you Edgar, like you motherfucker, just because I'm fucking Mexican." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "What? What's a Lee's? Where's a uh, Jose?" Is that <laughs> but I I do think that this tournament should actually be fun because there's no huge amount of blue buds that are actually like Kentucky the past few years. That's Duke's not in it. And all you dead. actually have some rooting interest. You got the Illini, Loyola, you know, going all the way, baby. Yeah, I, I, I got I got Illini in the Final Four. Oh, that's it, huh? Yeah, I mean, that's I actually got him going the championship game, but I got him going down to Gonzaga. It's that's Adam Morrison's alma mater. You can't, you can't. Fuck that's with that. true. You, know, you kidding me? That stash. It's got Ooh. the power of the stash. Ron Jeremy stash. Yeah. I got the line. I go into the final. Yeah, I, I got him and winning. Final. Oh, really? Yeah, I got him winning. I probably do too. I don't know shit about. Colorado I don't know shit. Well. Yeah, either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything either. But if I can't, gotta get that Homer picking. Yeah, for real. If I can't bet him uh, on DK or anywhere else, I might as well pick him with my bracket. True. There, I mean, there's gonna be a lot of gambling, and you know, Fridays. Oh yeah. Fridays we have our whiskey picks, boys. Hector, you actually got a chance to uh, contribute to our 
You, you, our, to our, to our, our 15 uh, record. Our own. <laughs> to well, here comes Owen 16. <laughs> oh, you, want to, you want me to drop my whiskey pick now or you save that as a as a bonus? The Detroit Lions of, of gambling. <laughs> I'm going to give you my upset what's, special. What's, what's, your, what's your pick? What's your whiskey pick for the weekend? My whiskey pick is going to be an upset special. Okay. Attorney, I got uh, Winthrop upsetting Nova. The fuck? That's right. I said it. Winthrop? Winthrop, that's right. What's your Winthrop Scott report? Well, the thing is, they're a solid basketball team. <laughs> okay. They play all four quarters. Oh, you know, it's two halves. Two halves. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I just. Oh, I just, boy. I just like I just like their mascot better than uh, Nova's. Get get your analysis for the tourney here. <laughs> yeah, they have a solid QB. They got a solid QB. <laughs> they play hard. They play a good zone defense. It's like the. The, the the generic scouting report they play hard. He has a high motor, coach, high motor, coach's high motor son. coach, coach's coach. son, <laughs> well coached team, discipline, very few turnovers, good so, form on a shot. Winthrop, I think we said that they're plus six, and they got a solid backcourt. Plus court. six, yep, and they got a solid backcourt. <laughs> Shit, I don't know. <laughs> sure, <laughs> it sounds convincing, doesn't it? It does, yeah. uh, a little bit. And picking Winthrop right now, my DKs, bam. I am going to reverse jinx. The Denver Nuggets against the Bulls. They are minus seven favorites. So I'm actually going to take the minus seven for the Nuggets. Parlay with the Winthrop with the with the inside middle <laughs> with the inside man dominating. Yeah, same game parlay. Yeah, with Winthrop. <laughs> yeah. Winthrop. Oh boy! All right, so we got Winthrop. Actually, I'm going to scratch my pick and I'm going to go. Virgil Ortiz by knockout against Maurice Hooker. There's going to be some boxing. Oh, God damn it! Now I got to change the page. Find that? Are you going to check the odds? I think I'm looking I, for it. Yeah. Last time I saw on DK Sportsbook, it was minus three thirty something. Actor, you taking Winthrop plus six? Yes, I am. Or straight money line? Straight money line for the Ooh, money line or plus six? Straight money line oh, advancing to the next shit. round. It's going to be like plus two something. Laugh now, but cash in I, later. I am going to be the one that bring you bring you from the red. Plus two, <laughs> plus two fifteen for Winthrop money line. I have Virgil Ortiz by. K-O-T-K-O or DQ minus 335. And Virgil Ortiz can fucking hit a motherfucker with both hands. He has a good pop in both both hands. So I just think that he's going to win by knockout. Well, and I'll wrap it up with uh, Kevin no. Holland over Derek Brunson. The three-line parlay for that would be plus 540. Plus 540. Making that bank. So get that stimmy out. I know you broke motherfuckers just got that stimmy check. Damn. Because I know none of y'all reached that cap where you disqualify for a stimmy. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> It's like that, huh? I'm just saying, man. I know my I'm audience. Sh- I'm drinking a Coors Light doesn't mean I'm broke. <laughs> I just like the Blue Mountains, bro. <laughs> that silver bullet. Hey, man, we're over here drinking Coors Light and pimping out Montezuma. I mean, come on. Let's just be honest here. Shit, if you want to sponsor the podcast, go ahead. But there should actually be good fights um, on Saturday. The zone has been having good cards. So I, I think I think it's worth it to watch. Even the UFC event should should have a couple of good fights as well. Follow the brackets along. Follow your uh, your placement on the yeah Chicago bracket challenge. See if you qualify for some prizes, some gift cards, and uh, some other prizes along the way. And remember, guys, you can reach out to us on Yep Chicago for Instagram, as well as Twitter. And our voicemail is three one two nine eight five six zero zero six. Leave a good voicemail, even if it's kind of like hating Hector, it might get you on the show. Yeah, look at that. See, see what happens when you leave us a message. We actually invite you to sit along in the podcast here. Oh, the hate, the hate hits different when it's in person. Yeah, I just want to punch someone in the face right now. <laughs> <laughs> someone with a socks logo. Wow. Ooh, <laughs> that's a shot. 
All right, with that, we hope everybody uh, enjoys their weekend. Get some good gambling in, get some good uh, basketballs in, and uh, get some good get basketballs some, in. <laughs> get some good gambling in, get some. Uh, that's that's hope, shit right there. I hope, <laughs> hope you win your, your, your bets, your fights, your games. Whatever, man. I'm still getting used to uh, closing out these podcasts up. For Lee's, for Hating Ass Hector, I'm Edgar Perez. We'll see you guys on Tuesday. Have a good weekend. Enjoy. This is Yep. Yeah.